0: Giles Online.
1: Jesus said the Father is seeking those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. That's our intention this morning. It is great to have you with us. Let's praise the Lord together.
0: Good morning. Welcome to our service this morning. I'm Ellen. I'm the children and families worker here at St. Giles. We're really glad that you can join us and we're going to start with some worship.
2: Morning, I'm going to start by reading from 2 Samuel 6 verses 14 to 22. Wearing a linen ephod, David was dancing before the Lord with all his might, while he and all all Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts and the sounds of trumpets. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michal, daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw king david leaping and dancing before the lord she despised him in her heart they bought the ark of the lord and set it in its place inside the tent that david had pitched for it and david sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings before the lord after he had finished sacrificing the burnt offerings and the fellowship offerings he blessed the people in the name of the lord almighty then he gave a loaf of bread a cake of dates and a cake of raisins to each person in the whole crowd of the Israelites, both men and women, and all the people went to their homes. When David returned home to bless his household, Michal, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, How the king of Israel has distinguished himself today, going around half naked in full view of the slave girls of his servants, and as any vulgar fellow would. David said to Michal, it was before the Lord he chose me rather than your father or anyone from his house when he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people, Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord. I will become even more undignified than this, and I will be humiliated in my own eyes. By the, but by these slave girls you spoke of, I will be held in honour.
3: Let's give um, everything to the Lord this morning. Let's not hold back, and um, yeah, let's give everything at this time.
0: to hear from God's word and Claire is going to bring us our reading this morning.
4: Our reading today is from Isaiah 40 from verse 21 to the end. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood since the earth was founded? He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He brings princes to naught and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. No sooner are they planted, no sooner are they sown, no sooner do they take root in the ground than he blows on them and they wither and a whirlwind sweeps them away like chaff. To whom will you compare me? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? He who brings out the starry host one by one and calls forth each of them by name. Because of his great and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, My way is hidden from the Lord. My cause is disregarded by my Lord. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint.
1: Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would speak to us today. Uh, pray you would encourage us and strengthen us in Jesus' name. Amen. Got a very simple message this morning, very simple text. I hope it's going to be um, encouraging for us. Um, it's Isaiah 40 and it's verse 29. Um, he gives strength to the weary. Um, I wonder if you're feeling weary today, I wonder if you felt weary this week as kids have gone back to school, as uh, life has kind of uh, started up again after the summer holidays. Um, in one way nothing has changed, in another way everything has changed. And uh, thinking about what I wanted to speak on this week, my mind was brought uh, back to this passage. And um, this, this chapter, chapter 40, is a, a, a chapter of encouragement. Um, It's a time when God speaks to his people and he seeks to encourage them and to strengthen them in a a hard time. The people of God are in exile and and God wants to strengthen them. Uh, The first verse of Isaiah chapter 40 is comfort, comfort my people. Um, Speak tenderly to them. Uh, The Bible is full of warnings, um, full of challenges, uh, full of guidance as to how we live. And sometimes we can miss the words of comfort that are there that God longs to comfort his people and to encourage them and that's what I want to do this morning. Um, So if you remember nothing else this morning do take away this verse Isaiah 40 uh, verse 9 the Lord strengthens those who are weary. What does it mean to be weary? Well the the definition here of the Hebrew word which is translated as weary is it means um, exhausted by the harshness of life exhausted by the harshness of life wonder if that is some of us um, today well if it is you or perhaps it might be you in in days to come uh, take heart because the Lord wants to comfort you and he wants to strengthen you and he wants to exchange your weariness uh, for strength verse 25 God asked the question to whom will you compare me And then he goes on and and reminds the people of God who he is. He is the one who calls out the stars. He calls out the starry host. And the sense is that he calls each star out by name at night. As the stars uh, appear in the sky is the Lord who calls them out, uh, calls them to come forth. Uh, Reminded that none are missing. They're all there. And he knows um, each one. We're reminded that the Lord is, is everlasting. He is eternal. And he created the ends of the earth. Um, He's everlasting there was never a time when he was not um, he created the ends of the earth there's never been a a place where he has not been Uh, the Lord reminds his people in their distress who he is He reminds them that he is sovereign he is in charge over all things he is all-powerful and he is all-knowing and the, 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 the prophet Isaiah goes on and he kind of imagines people saying, well, but I'm too small. Perhaps you've forgotten me, God. Uh, perhaps you've overlooked me. Perhaps in your greatness um, you've missed um, who I am and my life is not important to you. And of course, we can misunderstand the greatness of God. We can think that it puts God uh, too far off, uh, that he is so all powerful. What does he have uh, to do with us, his people? Uh, but of course, that is a misunderstanding. Uh, the greatness of God is there to remind us um, that He will not fail. Not that He's so great He doesn't care about us; He cares deeply about us. But to remind us that He will not fear, uh, He will not f- uh, fail His people, and so we need not fear. So, how does God strengthen His people? and What does He call us to do? Well, you read there um, in verse thirty-one. That those who hope in the Lord shall renew their strength, and the sense there of hoping is to look up, to look expectantly um, upwards, just as you might look up to the sky on a beautiful clear night and, and see the see the stars. Um, so that you would hope in the Lord, you would look up uh, to the Lord in the midst of your troubles, in the midst of everything else that is going on in life. Um, In 1982, the Falklands War began, and I've always had a a kind of an interest in the Falklands War. Um, I was 12 years old at the time. It had an impact on me. I remember watching the daily um, news reports of what was happening in the Falkland Islands. And also I had an uncle in the Merchant Navy who um, went down with the task force. He wasn't involved in the conflict, but um, very soon after the conflict finished, he arrived there um, on a resupply uh, ship. And when he came back uh, when I was 13, he gave me lots of maps of the Falkland Islands uh, that showed where, where the battles had taken place. And, um where the mines were and all that kind of thing. So I always, I always have an interest in the Falklands um, conflict. And I was watching a documentary recently where they interviewed various soldiers um, who'd been involved. And they interviewed a, a man who'd been a major in the commandos and had led um, his troops into battle and he describes um, ascending and mounting in the, the midnight uh, very dark and them coming under attack um, mortify came in and uh, they did what they were trained to do everybody hit the ground and sort of huddled down as low as they could so they could be safe while these um, explosions were going on all around and then he said he had to do uh, what any commanding officer has to do in that situation is that he had to um, look up and look around try and work out where his men were um, where the enemy fire was coming from what was a safe um, route forward he said the hardest thing to do when you're under fire is to look up Um, everything about you wants to kind of huddle down low and crouch down and kind of curl up in a ball but you have to steel yourself to stand up and look around and see uh, where help is going to come from there's a reminder uh, there of um, the psalm The psalm that begins, um, uh, where will my help come from? I lift up my eyes to the hills, where will my help come from? And then the answer comes, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Sometimes we just need to look up, uh, look up afresh, hope in the Lord um, that we might renew our strength in the midst of our danger, in the midst of our trials, in the midst of the exhaustion and the weariness of life. And that that's can be hard to do. We need to uh, steel ourselves um, to do that. But the promise is there that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Um, and the word for renew, uh, there actually means um, exchange. They will exchange their weariness uh, for strength. Um, uh, one of the things that we used to love doing when we lived in the Philippines, we worked in a very small uh, village, um, a place called Calubian, which is a very remote uh, village, very poor village. Um, and we lived in a very different area. We lived in a nice um, suburb and a couple of times a week we would travel out to the village and we would run a kids club and um, lead a church and do health clinics and all that kind of all that kind of stuff. But about about once every kind of four or five months, um, we would do a clothing exchange and um, we would collect up uh, clothes, um, quite often almost brand new clothes from our friends who lived in the, the nice part of um, Cebu. And then we would take them down to the village and we would have a have a kind of free jumble sale where we just give our clothes away to the people who lived there. Many, all of whom were very, very poor and would never have been able to afford uh, clothes like the ones that we, we could bring down because our friends uh, were going to throw them out or give them away. And the joy on these women's faces its mainly women who looked after the clothing um, as they as they came and they exchanged uh, their clothes, which were very often falling apart uh, for the new clothes that we were able to give them was fantastic. It was always a great, a great celebration. It was so rewarding uh, for us. Um, And that's the sense here. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Uh, They will exchange their weariness uh, for the strength that the Lord uh, gives, that the Lord brings. And the secret to that, there's no mystery. Um, It's really easy. Um, You look up to the Lord. You hope in the Lord. You trust in the Lord. You put your faith in the Lord and he will renew you. He will sustain you. He will hold you in in his hand and he will carry you forth. Remind you of the passage in Matthew 6 where um, Jesus is talking to his disciples and there they are distressed and I think they're a bit bewildered about everything that is is happening to them they're worried about following Jesus and the cost um, that it's going to be for them and Jesus he points to the the birds in the air, area says look at the birds that they air. They, they don't worry um, they don't fear they know their heavenly father is going to look after them Um, He points to the lilies in the field he says don't don't worry about the flowers you know they just grow and they bloom and they blossom their heavenly father he looks after them as well and he says how much more are you worth than sparrows how much more are you worth than flowers in the field your heavenly father he knows everything that you you need and he'll provide uh, for your every need Um, there is just one thing that you need to do says Jesus seek first the kingdom of God And what he means, though, is seek first the rule and the reign of God in your life. Look to him, trust in him, hope in him, and he'll provide for all your needs. He'll sustain you. He'll uphold you. He'll exchange your weakness um, for his strength. Very simple this morning. Just a few brief words of encouragement for me, but I hope they're they're helpful. Um, Don't forget Isaiah, Isaiah 40, verse 29. Those who are weary... He will renew their strength. I'm going to close by reading a psalm. It's Psalm 40. I'm just going to read uh, the first couple of verses. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. Will bless you and keep you this morning, Amen. <laughs>
5: it's time for the interview bit of the vidcast and normally we speak to a member of the congregation but this week I'm gonna go straight into it with no introduction needed it's Lee hello
1: hello Emma good to see you
5: I'm good to see you as well now normally you have the the scripted bit and uh, you know it's it's obviously a brilliant bit of the vidcast but this is the bit where we just kind of ask how are you
1: Hello, and I'm feeling really nervous doing this. (laughs) (laughs)
5: I've
1: got used to doing it all with a script and being able to re-record it if it goes wrong. Um, I'm doing really well thanks. It's been a totally bizarre um, few months. It's really odd being a vicar without a church able to meet Um, but yeah we're doing okay. We survived the summer, had good holidays and um, yeah family are all doing well. Good. So
5: in terms of Being a vicar, obviously that's changed dramatically, but presumably your workload didn't stop or decrease in any way because you've been fairly busy.
1: Yeah, it changed. I mean, the first couple of weeks were really tough because we had to suddenly pivot from meeting in church to meeting online and there was a whole stuff about... How do you set up the website and how do you do the vidcast and we had the podcast first and all of that kind of stuff. So that, that was all a challenge. But once we got through that and we got into a groove, it's, it's been OK. Um, it's really hard not being able to meet people. Um, I think the thing that I found hardest is actually the pastoral care. So doing the talks, doing the sermons, the online meetings, that's been okay. But actually, when you hear about a member of the church who's in trouble and you want to reach out to them, normally you just go and see them or you pray with them at church. And doing that over the phone, that's been the toughest bit, I think.
5: Yeah, I definitely think there's been tough bits, but I definitely think there's been bits that you've enjoyed. I did not know how much you loved editing videos, Lee.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I, I've got to be honest, there are things that I like. Not having loads of meetings have been great. And being <laughs> able to play around on my computer, that's been fantastic.
5: It has been. So what we're gonna do um with our little chat is just I know you sent the email, which the majority of people um will have gotten uh during the week about what's happening as we start to very slowly introduce being able to be back at church. But there was a lot of information. So just to kind of go through with some questions that people might have of, of what's going on and, and why it's going on. So first of all, um, presumably it's not just you going, oh, I think I'll make a decision and this can happen. Presumably you're being guided by other people.
1: Yeah, so we're a Church of England church, so the Church of England gives us guidance as to what we can and can't do and how best to organize things. And so that shaped what we've done moving forward. Um, for a time we couldn't meet together those restrictions have been eased a bit so now for different things we can meet in different sized groups so if for things like um, worship groups things like that we can have groups of six um, for junior church we can have groups of 15 um, for the picnic church meeting in the garden we have groups of 30 and for proper services in church we can have as many as we can socially distance which for St Giles is about 70 I think so that's why we're doing the sign-up process so that we can manage the numbers, we know who's coming, and also we have to keep records for track and trace now, so that's the easiest way of doing that really.
5: And in terms of the sign-up, because I know a lot of people will have signed up because there's things, um, the things that are already starting to happen, um, but for people that haven't used the sign-up, um, I think there's a lot of people worried if they get it wrong. It's not something we've done before. I know I just, I just signed up for the um, picnic with my family and I was a bit like, oh, do I sign in with Facebook or do I sign in with this? There's a lot of kind of pressure of, of doing it wrong.
1: I know, and it, it goes against everything you're about as a vicar, because you want the church to be open and you want to be inclusive and you want everybody to be able to come to everything. In fact, you hope everybody's going to come to everything. So it really goes against the grain. Um, the thing I'd say is it's really easy. Uh, go to our church website, stgilesparish.com, go on the attending uh, tab and that will take you a link. And you can do this on your phone, you can do it on a laptop, you can do it on an iPad. You basically just select the thing that you'd like to go for. There's a little menu there and then just click how many spots you'd like. So if there's two of you you would like to attend the midweek communion, just select two spots and put your name, your email address. That's all you need to do. Um, and if you're, if you're not online, if you're not able to do that, if you've got a friend who could book a spot for you, they can do that. Or if you give Claire ring in the office, she's more than happy to book people into things. We don't want anybody um, to miss out on something they'd love to go to, just because they're a bit worried about their technology. We can always make it work, we'll always find a way.
5: I'm just gonna finish up, because um, as you know, we could just chat for hours on these things. Um, with the question that I've asked everybody else, and it seems a funny question to ask a vicar, so I hope, I hope it doesn't come across this, but how have you been keeping in contact with your faith? Because I know how you normally would keep in contact has totally changed. So how have you been?
1: (laughs) No, it's not a bad question at all. It's a great question. Um, Like anybody else, I think it's been, it's been tricky at times. Uh, For me, the sort of personal disciplines, daily Bible reading is really important. Daily prayer is really important. And I couldn't, I couldn't function as a Christian without that. And I, I certainly couldn't function as a minister without that. So that daily connecting with God. And and sometimes that's a joy and sometimes it's a discipline and you just, you just have to keep going. Um. The thing that I personally have found, found hard is, you know, I can listen to podcasts, I can watch YouTube videos, but actually meeting together with the Christians and particularly worshipping and singing together, that's, that's the thing that I miss. But in terms of sort of daily keeping connected with God, just those, just those spiritual disciplines, just, just uh, keeping them going. Um, yeah, that's what's kept me going, really.
5: Good stuff. Well, it's nice to talk to you in a chit-chat way and see you in a chit-chat way. And I'm glad things are all all right. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in the flesh soon. Thanks, Emma. Thanks
1: for all you do as well. I really appreciate it. People tell me this is their favourite <laughs> bit of the uh, of the service, and I kind of I feel like I'm taking the spot of somebody who normally <laughs> be somebody people don't know as well. But um, yeah, thanks for all you do, and I, I really do appreciate it. Thank
3: you. It is my
5: pleasure.
0: Thanks, Lee. So thank you for joining us for our service today. Um, Some of you will be joining us for Picnic Church next. And next week, we're looking forward to seeing some of the children in the Church for Junior Church. But we hope you have a really good week. And I'm just going to pray for us now. Lord Jesus, I thank you um, that you are with us, that you walk with us into this new term. um, That, Lord, you guide us and lead us. And I pray that you will surround each of us um, and that we will follow you into the week ahead. In Jesus' name. Amen. Do
6: you feel the world is broken? We do. Do you feel the shadows deepen? We do. Do you know that all the dark won't stop the life from getting through?